guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. Welcome to episode 99, Trust, Bathrooms, and Sports and Star Stuff, which did anybody realize, oh, Matt, did you realize when you made it that it's an, its acronyms are SAS? SAS. Yeah, S-A-S. Did you know that? You, I get called that all the time. So you it was intentional? SAS. Oh. Don't you SAS me. Uh, ladies right. and gentlemen that are watching, let's, uh, let's move on past that. I don't know and, what's going on. And let here. you know that we're having some technical issues tonight. You may or may not be aware of them. Um, it seems that there's some choppiness happening with Zoom, and we can't figure out whose end it's on. Uh, New good, update. Good and bad news uh, for these fellas. My laptop beside me that's recording our audio just threw up the blue screen to death. <laughs> and it can't, I cannot, oh, and it turned off. Right. So that's not a good sign. I can't even share work. this thing for some reason. Um, can't I share this? Don't make a watch party. We've been down that path before. <laughs> we have. But you think after 99 episodes, I would figure out how to share this stupid Facebook stream? Wow. Every time I try to share it, it always gets all weird too. So it, I, yeah, so I get it. Uh, well, Shall I start us off there, Brad? No. Welcome, everybody. Sorry, Lucas. We'll get to you, my friend. We, uh, we, <laughs> you so we've it? got Andrew that can't keep up and Lucas that's trying to drive this train 100 miles an hour. I <laughs> uh, want to quickly make mention of our website, OxfordHolyClub.com, and you can find out all uh, information about us there. There's little bios on us, nothing serious. If you're involved in the daily smorp that we do as part of the podcast here and you don't have the document that we use, you can find it on the website. And from there, it will also link you to our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. It will get you everywhere that we are. Uh, and also, you can find us on all the major podcast players that are out there, Spotify, um, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. be interesting to see what I can pull together uh, for this episode for that podcast stuff now that my computer just died. Um, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. It will be fine. So also want to make mention, if you could share this post on your personal Facebook page. Uh, and the reason for, I'm asking that is because it will help spread the podcast out there. When you just like the post, that's great. It gives us the warm and fuzzies. That's real cool. But it doesn't do anything other than let us know you like what's happening, which is important. We're looking to spike the curve of shares. So essentially, right? <laughs> we're, asking, uh, we're asking you to do with this podcast what Quebec has done with COVID. Share <laughs> it with everyone. Share it with everyone. <laughs> we want to see the upward turn. This is the best opening we have ever done. I love it. There's so never much. been a stronger one. So if you could share. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne, for liking the stream. Now, if you want to click that share, that would even be extra special yeah, for you're us. Pandering. You're not pandering. <laughs> He's like, do it. it. Do it. Do it now. Uh, <laughs> but you can do that. And if you do like not just this post, but if you like our Facebook page, you'll get notified when we go live or put out any other content. So if you want to be notified of when things are happening, make sure you like our Facebook page. We do have a YouTube channel that we just kind of upload this to after the fact for those that like watching through YouTube. So that'll be available to you. And that is it. So Lucas, drive the train, my man. Go, All up. right. So let's, let's catch up. Andrew, uh, what have you been up to? 
Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but uh, I figured at. I should say I figured I should say something. So here it is. Uh, be, if you remember, like months ago, now we talked about my bathroom renovations. I was going to ask you about this tonight. I really was. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And uh, and I was supposed to show a video like the next week of it magically done. Uh, it's not done. But here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. I am telling you all right now and all 16 people watching that I am going to work on the bathroom this weekend and finish it. Wow. He's pointing to the stands. So now next week, if it's not done, I'll just feel great shame. Uh, <laughs> great but So shame. I'm just going to, I'm going to prepare for that, but no, I just feel like if I say it out loud, uh, yeah, I have some accountability, and uh, and we also talking about bathrooms later on. Spoiler alert! So yeah, I figured no it kidding. was uh, it worked with the theme of the show. That's it. That's all I got. Wow, <laughs> uh, uh, Brad, I couldn't help but notice you have a new locale. Yes, well, you know, <laughs> should I say? An old locale. An old. Let, let me welcome you. Hold on. Which way do I need to go? This way. Let me welcome you back to Shea Bradley. Um, not. This is not my home. However, this is my, this is my office and I've returned. And thank you, Joanne. Uh, I've returned to my office and it's been, it's been good. I, I missed my office, not just because, you know, I'm just used to it, but working from home, we did it out of necessity and that was important. What I found, and this is just serious, what I found difficult was how it blurred the line between work and home. And I get that ministry is not just a job, right? But when my computer is literally in my living room right there, like it was different for my kids to see me there, but not engaging with them. And they're like, well, why isn't dad playing with us right now? Can you come bounce on the trampoline? Well, no, I'm into something right now and I can't. And, and so it just, it really, it, Mandy did, does a fantastic job at keeping the kids going when I'm at work and, and I don't really, they don't, I, say, I don't want to say bug because they've not bugged me or anything like that, but it, it was just, it was a different experience. And it was easier for me to get into, it was harder for me to get out of work mode at home. And I really appreciate being able to come into the office, do my stuff. And yes, obviously I'm available outside my office, but then to go home and have that actual separation and they just, they know that I'm present and I'm with them. Uh, that's been important. So coming back to the office, yes, it's, it's nice. Um, some of my technical issues that we're having, I'm wondering if it's because I just put my office back together today and haven't really had much chance to do anything with it. But uh, it's, it's nice to be back in the office. And I have, a, I have put a fireplace up. Whoop, there it is. Nice little fireplace. And, uh, and then... Wasn't that always there? It was yeah, not. I thought so. It was was really? it there in your old office? No. I would have bet money you had a fireplace in your office before. No, I get it. I, I look like the type that would have a fireplace in the office. Uh, what's, so, that ty- what's that type? What type has a fireplace in their office? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is pretentious. Pretentious. Just pretentious. I have <laughs> Not hard to tell who named it the Oxford Holy Club, eh? It's the pretentious <laughs> guy with the fireplace and the lounge chair in the corner of his youth pastor Did office. Did you seriously oh, never seriously. have a fireplace? No. Even in your old office? Legitimately never had a fireplace even in the old office. I also would have been lying. lying that. So, so since we're talking lying. about your office, I've always wondered this. Why do you have a lemonade container on the top of your uh, I was that same thing. I thought it was yeah. an urn at first. No, it's definitely a lemonade container Where's this like with, you, with a spout on it. 
Why would you have, why is that in your office? Oh, so, uh, for water. So I used to have a single, <laughs> I used to have a single cup. Well, uh, like, coffee how often mixer. do you fill it? No, no, listen, if you're going to get sassy. <laughs> don't ask questions. Yes. <laughs> I used to have uh, a single cup coffee maker from Keurig. And so instead of going in my old office, I'd have to travel a decent amount just to go get water. So I got that and just kept it filled with water. So then when I wanted a coffee, I could just get it from that. I have a bigger Keurig now with a tank on it. So I just keep that for when I just want water when I'm parched. <laughs> Old okay. stale water. Stale, stale, Old water. stale room temp water. Couldn't be better for you. <laughs> you offer it to guests when they come in? Like, can I offer you a water? <laughs> There's lemons in there, but they've been in there a while. <laughs> Sit by my fireplace and have some stale water. Cup your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got, I got mugs. Okay, good. Best. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, how about you? How was your week? It was a good week. It was, we had Mother's Day, guys, on Sunday. We had mm-hmm. Mother's Day, and it was fantastic. I got to say, I always do hit it out of the park, but this was a good one, <laughs> even with everything considered. Uh, with the quarantine, we uh, made, made mom, like Aaron. We made Aaron uh, breakfast, and uh, we don't do breakfast in bed because we have five-year-olds, and so that would be a complete disaster yeah. if we were to attempt that. So we just let mom sleep in, made breakfast. That was great. And then uh, after that, we watched a movie that mom picked, uh, a Disney movie. And uh, then after that, uh, we I did this thing. So there's a, I'll, I'll promote some local business here. Actually, I'm going to do it twice in my little section here. Uh, there's a place called DIY Studios in Moncton. Not a sponsor. And it's like a place where you go and it's a pottery place like where you paint paint your own mug or paint the vase or paint the little figurine or paint whatever, that kind of stuff. They got a great yep. setup down there. And uh, then you leave it, they glaze it, and they put it in the kiln, and you go back a few days later and pick it up, and it's ready to go, kind of a thing. So anyway, because of all the uh, quarantine stuff, uh, they were doing take-home kits. So I did a whole take-home kit, so Sunday afternoon, and I also picked up, I don't know if you guys seen this or not, but the make-your-own-donut at Tim Hortons. Did you see this? No. No. You could go. It's over now. You could go, and for nine ninety nine, you'd get a box with six plain donuts, two big Sem- containers. You assemble of, them yourself, yeah. Two big containers of icing and two big containers of sprinkles, and you would make your own donuts. So we made our own pottery. We made our own donuts. Then we ordered Rocco's out in Hillsboro. If you haven't had Rocco's, actually, I'm going to promote three companies. Uh, you can go to Rocco's out in Hillsboro. He's got he's got the absolute best food. He actually just won. All right, we're <laughs> this is what he just won. He won. Best up and coming business and tied for People's Choice business for the Albert County um, uh, business. What do they call it? Commerce, the association. Chamber, yeah, that chamber, there. Anyway, he got a couple yeah, of words. So he's doing great. So, anyway, that was our Mother's Day. We had a great day, all in all. But I want to highlight one other local company. <laughs> I just went and. Uh, and the kickbacks was, you must be getting. The reason, <laughs> the reason I'm having such a hard time talking right now is because I'm full of ice cream. Um, King's well, ice cream. From where? King's ice cream here in Moncton. Uh, went to King's ice cream. Let me say it again. King's ice cream on Mountain Road across from the Tim Hortons. Uh, they, uh, we had a couple of free. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually support them. They were free ice creams. So I went and got uh, two free ice creams, but I was super impressed. And I'm going to do this for as long as we're in the social distancing piece. 
Uh, if I'm out at a store and I feel like they're doing a really good job of promoting the social distancing, I'm going to make sure people know about it. I was blown away with how well and how prepared they had the whole social distancing thing set up. Um, so King's Ice Cream, you can get your ice cream there and we'll, do not be afraid about getting a virus on the side. It's, uh, they can put that on the new slogan. No viruses. Fantastic. Now also they like put on one of those like grabbers and pass you the cone or how did that work? But you can't go in the building anymore. They essentially did two takeout windows. You order at one, Mm -hmm. you go through and you pick up at the other. Anyway, it was just a great job. Um, Fantastic all around. Now with that said, it was pouring rain when my wife sent me out for the ice cream. So I wasn't contending (laughs) with large crowds, believe it or not, but uh, (laughs) they did a, they did a great job of it. So all in all real good week. Scott, right. Scott Layton, Ro- you absolutely need to get to Rocco's. It's worth the drive, yeah. man. Rocco's is a must get for me. Never been there. <clears throat> well, if yeah. if Barber was timeline A and represents a good, perfectly run Mother's Day, I would be in the mirror universe, <laughs> and ours did not go off without a hitch. Uh, thanks, I love like, it. Let me set the stage. We wake up um, to a May blizzard um, and no power. So uh, I said to Melissa, I said, well, we have limited options. I can give you cereal or fruit or cereal with fruit on it. Uh, and she goes, all I really want is a coffee. So I said, I can do that. I, that's, oh, no. I, that isn't my power. So I went outside, got the generator, brought it over to the house so I could plug in the coffee pot. Uh, generator wouldn't start. That did not surprise me because uh, that's the kind of day it was. So then I got the Coleman stove out, boiled some water, uh, Melissa was inside and she put some, uh, coffee beans in a bag cause she like grinds the beans. So that was an extra step. Then so she just reefed on it with a rolling pin. Uh, and then we made her a cup of coffee and she was quite pleased with that. Yes. Why was she involved in any part of the process on this mother's day coffee? Why was she not? She still did bed? not. She, I would have done it for sure. Uh, but she was already up and whatever. And um, she didn't trust you. She didn't trust me. <laughs> I wouldn't grind the beans right. Uh, and then, um, so we had originally planned to stay home because we knew there was going to be a blizzard. Um, but then she, she changed her mind and she wanted to go see <laughs> all of the mothers. Uh, so we got in the van and we went to Sussex. And then we sat out in the cold with mom. And we, it was a nice visit, but it was very cold. And then we went to her parents' house and sat in the cold and, you know, and I, the whole, on the way out the door, I was like, I should bring my like winter coat. And I was like, no, I don't be a baby. My Costco winter coat. Lizard winter (laughs) coat. My, my cotton, no, it is a Costco coat, but one that actually fits me. It doesn't make me look like a sausage, uh, too much sausage and too little casing, as Barbara said. Um, you you could have wore that. You could have wore your new Costco coat under another Costco <laughs> coat. It would have fit because it snugged you right in. Anyway, this this blunder of taking the wrong coat uh, bit me all day long because we were outside most of the day in this like super cold weather. Anyway, <laughs> we capped the day off. Well, I said, listen, listen. The, the, I don't care about breakfast. I don't super care about lunch. I but I want. Diamond House Chinese food from Oromocto. We'll catch it on the way back. I was like, okay, that's probably swamped on Mother's Day. Let's order it now. So we ordered it at noon. We ordered the stuff at noon. They said, yeah, no problem. Six o'clock, you got it. Anyway, we called and said, we're going to be a little bit late. Can we bump it back like half an hour? And she's like, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. We're running behind anyway. I said, she's like, okay, and can I add this to the order? She said, no problem. Anyway, we get there. We pull into Diamond House in Oromocto, and it was lined up. Um... 25 people like 
which when you socially distance a line of 25 people, it's really long. Uh, and there I was, and, I, and she's like, oh, I feel so bad. Like, do you want me to go stand in the line? I was like, no, I will stand in the line. So there I was, hypothermic. Uh, but we get Your about an hour into it. And the, and the lady kept coming out and being like calling people and no one could hear because we're so far back in the line. I called them. And I was like, ah, just so you know, like if I have an order, you call it out. She's like, yeah, don't worry, I call. I was like, yeah, the only problem is I can't hear you. I'm so far back. And she's like, oh yeah, we'll call you or whatever. So anyway, we're, I was in that lineup for an hour and then Melissa ran up and talked to the lady and she's like, oh, sorry, I lost your order. Uh, so then we were another hour. Anyway, long story short, two and a half hours after our oh, food had no. been ordered. Now, that being said, it was Excellent Chinese food. Yes, Bradley, in the back. I'm sorry. I dipped out for a second to start talking to people in chat. Is this still the same story? <laughs> <laughs> let me some. Let me just wrap it up for you real quickly. He yes. didn't wear the proper coat. It was cold <laughs> out. And he waited for three hours for Chinese food. He <laughs> yes. crapped the bed it on Mother's Day. Is what he did. Now, listen, I think that nature really threw me a bunch of curveballs here. Okay. Yeah. We can't all we can't all make a perfect Thursday out of ice cream coupons, all right? <laughs> Lucas. Uh, <we> all- <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, did she enjoy a cup of coffee? She loved her cup of coffee. She loved the Chinese food. And did she have anyone <laughs> talking to the moms for real? She had a great she had a great day. Okay. She she did fine. Yes. Then you so, then you, so I, I snatched victory. Yes. Well, I snatched a draw from the jaws of defeat. We'll say that anyway. Uh, all right. So I think that concludes, hopefully, our catch-up. Uh, next up is, oh, we got, we, I'm sorry, I wasn't ready for it. We got Andrew coming with the tiebreaker. Oh, all right. So we had a tiebreaker today. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just a reminder, if you have... Uh, a tiebreaker that you want us to discuss, uh, you can send those in. You can visit OxfordHolyClub.com. You can write it in anonymously if you, if you don't want people to know. You can change the names. Uh, and we will discuss your tiebreaker, share it, and we will come to a conclusion of who is right and who is wrong. And so here we go. Uh, this says, here's something from Adam. I'd like a ruling that drinking and or eating in the bathroom is gross. I'd also like an injunction against my wife, Laura, for doing so. For years, I've walked into the bathroom to find coffee cups, bottles of kombucha, and other drinks left around the bathroom. (laughs) That's gross. What makes it grosser is she'll continue to drink from them even after they've been left in the bathroom for hours. She doesn't think there's anything wrong with this. All right. You're so, set loose. Go. I think, I think we're, this is, this is going to be judgy, but I don't know who Adam is and I don't know who Laura is. And I don't know if they're watching tonight, but um, your wife sounds like she's completely unhinged, Adam. <laughs> um, because not only, so I have, I, I think I've brought this up on the podcast before. I can't even chew gum in a bathroom. Oh, because, yeah, you definitely brought that, up, brought yeah. that up. Oh my goodness. Somehow like, you've managed to bring it up again in like a month. And so <laughs> I didn't bring this up. This wasn't my doing. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is, um, is that we're talking about food that she's bringing into the bathroom. I don't even want to know what the rest of her life looks like. I don't want to know what other standards are so subpar (laughs) or in the basement that you have to tolerate because this is just what Adam was willing to bring to us. You know, there's deeper things that are going on. This isn't the shameful thing. This is right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't have anything to say to this. You can go back to, I believe last week's episode. I made a very clear statement that 
I can't even chew gum in a bathroom um, just because it's absolutely disgusting. You're bringing, you're just giving that much more opportunity for human feces uh, to <laughs> enter into your, your mouth. And so, yeah. So no, Adam, I mean, Sonia says, don't go there, Matthew. Yeah. That the Bible isn't very clear on divorce. It isn't. Um, <laughs> I'll, but I'm so I'm just going to leave it there. I'm pretty sure there's also, is it in Leviticus that it talks all about uh, uncleanliness, uncleanliness and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's probably yeah. some biblical ground here. Mike, yeah, now to your fault, Adam, I don't believe grocer is a word. Uh, a grocer is someone who sells groceries, but uh, it would be more gross. But anyway, carry on. Thanks okay. for that. Okay. Even so with that grammatical error, I'm still on your side, Adam. I do have <laughs> some questions. Let him speak. I'm not trying to throw Sarah a bone here. What I am asking is, do any of you... No, have, because she would chew on it in the bathroom. That's what she would do. <laughs> do. Do any of you, like, okay, so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get a picture for what's happening here. Is this someone that's bringing these things in just in her day-to-day or like uh, she's not done her food at lunch and she gets up from the table, takes her plate, goes to the bathroom? Or is this... I kind, kind of, of... I picture it as like while things are in use, she's drinking and eating and whatever. Well, I'm wondering if this is like someone's getting like a bubble bath situation that's taking place and they're bringing in... Uh, their coffee for that. A flute of champagne. Mm, the thing that... <laughs> Sorry, you finish okay, your point. No, so I think, okay, yeah. Because I'm like, I, th- I think that there, I think there could be a justification for something like that. And if you're getting into like a, a bubble bath situation and, and you want to bring in a drink or something like that, but it seems like then that stuff's getting left there. <laughs> And uh, what, okay, what's going on here, fellas? I see smirking. So I make fail. <laughs> yeah, Mike's tuning in, of course. Um, I mean, if, if it's the equivalent, if we're talking bathtub, uh, I mean, I guess I have to be careful because I enjoy sitting in a hot tub with a nice cold Pepsi. Um, so I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's yeah. much different than a... Uh, it is, though. It, it this is. This makes it yeah, seem... It totally but she, this makes it seem like, like she's so scattered that she's literally losing track of drinks in her day and just wandering around. Finds them later. Drinking oh, yeah. from different drinks around the house. Yeah. Like, that would happen in my house. So oh, her, I, feral, I her feral lifestyle uh, mixed with the kombucha, I'm guessing that she probably has dreads and she probably doesn't even shower once a week. <laughs> You see what Tiffany's writing in? Oh yeah, Tiffany's, Tiffany's throwing, throwing, throwing shade, shade at, at Andrew. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, I think that's awesome, Tiffany. Tiffany, I would <laughs> totally understand if you ate in the bathroom because it probably doesn't even represent is it, a bathroom. Is it legally a bathroom point. yet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tiffany, Tiffany, this is a little sidetrack. We keep getting into this constant discussion oh, great. about how she wants on. me. How about she wants me? <laughs> about to how she the eats in the bathroom? No, what? She wants me to finish the bathroom. Yeah, and and I'm okay with that. But then she never she never says like go finish the bathroom. But she'll say like it'll be like nine o'clock at night, and she'll be like, "Are <laughs> you gonna finish the bathroom?" And we get it's like this now. back and forth, and we're both wrong, and we're both right. Yeah, and okay, so and so okay, here we go. We're getting it. We're off track, but I'm going. To, okay. So. Tell me if you guys are like this at all, all right? I'll have something in my head, like exercise, okay? And I'll think, oh, you know what? I'm in my head. I don't talk to anybody about it. I'm just like, you know what? This week, I'm going to get back into routine. I'm going to start exercising. The next day, Aaron will be like, oh, hey, uh, you have everything about getting back into working out? Instantly, I'm like, I'm not going to a gym 
for another month. <laughs> like instantly, I'm just like, because she said it, I'm not doing it kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, which sounds like your bathroom situation. So Andrew, here's the solution to your bathroom situation. Nine o'clock at night, you get up, you grab a hammer, and you just start fixing bathroom. This <laughs> is punishing me too, though. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, the, is the unfinished bathroom not punishment enough? <laughs> like when you, you go, guys, the bathroom is essentially finished. Is it? There's, is it functional? Just not finished? Is that the idea? There's just is, like is it done enough trim that's not on? Basically, <laughs> would so, you would you bring a snack into it? <laughs> well, if I was immediately leaving with the snack and not pooping or flushing the toilet or anything, <laughs> yeah. why'd you go to the bathroom then? Fix know. it. Hopefully, hopefully um, at the work. So here's the, the other work. thing: is that. There's a lot of people on the chat say agreeing with us that eating in the bathroom is not the greatest thing to do, but they all have examples of people who've eaten in the bathroom. So it's not an uncommon thing. So yeah. I think if we were to to zoom out and have a look at this perspective, uh, in a, kind of under a larger scope, I think we would be surprised with how many people eat. There and are eat. dozens of us. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'll be the first to admit if I'm in a bath and I, maybe I, I'm going to be in for a while, I'll bring you, you know, bath. Well, like, I mean, you sit oh, in the no, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Uh, to, no, for my daily routine, I'm a shower guy. But if I want to like... Uh, he get, wants to pamper himself. If I really, really want to treat myself... Oh, it's been a hard day. Are we doing it's been this? a hard day and my back is hurting. I want to get into a hot tub for my back. And so I'll be there and I'll put a little show on or something. And uh, oh my. Oh, I thought you meant you. Never mind. Grey's uh, Anatomy. <laughs> no, Stargate. I'm I'm in the tub listening to Stargate. <laughs> anyway, and uh, and I'll bring a drink like a, a pop or something. And I'm not gonna lie, I'll bring a bowl of chips. I mean, I'm in the tub. Why not? <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't understand sitting in your own filth while the temperature drops. I don't understand that. Like it, the the bathing thing, I understand it for kids because they'd feel like they're standing and drowning in a shower. I get that for kids. But like as adults, is that something the kids are afraid of? Oh, showers for kids is essentially waterboarding. But the idea of <laughs> being as an adult in a bathtub—that's yeah. peculiar to me. Oh, Very see, peculiar. Now, if I had a like one of those super deep, like I think they're called garden tubs or whatever, or like a jacuzzi or something, oh, yeah, I, I would hang out in there. But I have Mandy's like a normal people's shade now. Mandy's yeah. throwing shade now. Mandy, it's isn't it late? Shouldn't you be heading to bed? <laughs> Anyway, no, I'll I just, just yeah. I think there's a lot getting revealed here. Um, <laughs> I need to reevaluate my take on Brad as a whole. For the record, completely. all good. I I would say no food in the bathroom. That's okay, a, that's good. A and I'm I am a 110 percent. Don't take anything consumable into the bathroom. So here's where here's where I even draw the line. So at work, if I'm going to the kitchen to wash my cup out, uh, and I need to make a pit stop at the washroom. I leave my cup outside. I set it somewhere before I enter the bathroom. Yes, and then usually I, I forget that I was doing that and go back and wonder where my cup is, but I don't even bring an empty cup in there. Yes, sir. Okay. So Andrew, this is a thing for me at work. Look at this. I'm about to show you something. <laughs> it's a little, your little shelf where he leaves his food. Product. So there's this one guy and there's this one. I bought all the staff mugs for Christmas last year with characters of themselves on it. And, uh, what a good boss. You're a good boss. Listen, I'm a gift giver. You've got no idea. <laughs> That's your love uh, language. Actually, you do know. We you do know, have packages waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this one guy, Kent Carter, the guy that I love so much, um, 
how many I started taking pictures of every time that I went to the staff bathroom <laughs> and his mug, his mug was left sitting <laughs> on the shelf because he would take his mug oh. in to clean it, then urinate, leave it sitting there, and then leave. <laughs> then so, urinate. Best case scenario, urinate. Like that's I've not got, like don't, oh no, that's the main hallway bathroom. No one's allowed to poop in that one at work. And so the <laughs> there's rules. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I've got dozens of pictures like this. I even have a picture of it sitting on the tank of the toilet, which is even more disgusting. But anyway, I don't know how we got here. This is the best oh, episode. Help Adam with his wife and the bathroom stuff. I would rule if it is if it is using the washroom in the context of that, absolutely no food, no drinks, none of that stuff. That's wrong. It should be, should end. I think I might have a case if there's a hot tub situation <laughs> or a bubble bath. This is the liveliest our chat has been oh, in months. Listen, it's all like, here's the comments. Kelsey, Kelsey says, I came into this conversation at the weirdest part. Chris, Melvin, I join and immediately hear four guys talking about bathing. I'm concerned. <laughs> God, <laughs> too much information for the public. Oh yeah, Mike McPhail also. Just Thanks for the recognition, Mike. Number one boss. I was voted number one boss in Memory Cook. Listen, up above, Mike just says "whoa" with exclamation marks. If if we cross the line for Mike right now, <laughs> oh dang, this is so fun. Anyway, upper deck. Upper deck. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Where are we at here? <laughs> We're moving into the Bible verse portion, right? Oh, yeah, I think we need it. Just slow down and take a breather before that we get into the sport. red. No. Oh, no. Yeah, if I can see that color change as a colorblind person, as a man of colorblindness, then, yeah, there's a, definitely some shades. Look at him. He's got his head's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> take me back to pepper challenges. Oh, that was good. I had a, I, last two days of work just weren't the best. This is perfect. This is the best. <laughs> oh, this so makes good. up for it. Just mugs in the bathroom, left, right, and center. Oh my goodness, oh, that's good. Uh, how, how, okay, it seems like there is a theme that's run through chat where everyone seems to be in agreement that it shouldn't take place. However, everyone kind of puts it at the end that if the wife wants it, that's what the wife gets. Right. <laughs> well, Mandy had a point really early on. She said, what if it's the only free time she has or like alone time? So I, I guess that I can kind of understand. So that. is it weird though? I'm so not gonna, here we go. We're going, going back in. We're is it weird in. though that like, like I think if my wife wanted to do that, fantastic. You know, I go relax here. I'll keep the kids busy. Have a nice long hot bath. Absolutely. Yeah. But if I was to do it, that's weird. That's just weird. Maybe that's like, your think- personal hang up and you shouldn't judge others for what they enjoy. <laughs> I'm doing I think the big difference is the uh, just amount of time that these drinks are being left unattended in the bathroom oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a and being hazard. consumed. That's a safety hazard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Adam's right in this. We agree? Uh, yeah. I agree. I, w- okay. I would allow the caveat of cold drinks in like a bubble bath scenario, but no food. Yeah. I'm sorry. For I got to draw the line somewhere. All right. You got to draw the line that... <laughs> Can't, I can't wait. I hope Melissa watches this. The next time you see her, she's got like a big tray getting yeah. in there to see if you really draw the line. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, so you're, good. You're, oh, you're moving. What if she brought you some Dairy Queen while you're in the bathroom oh, and you can disgusting. only eat it no, while you're in throw, there? Throw in the dumpster. I don't like Dairy Queen that much. Hard pass. Now, we say that. We're all up in these big moral high horses, but... We take these things everywhere with us, and they mostly come in the bathroom, I'm pretty sure, unless one of you guys is, like, super clean about it. Like, do you guys take these in the bathroom with you? Oh, no, no. Toilet time is TikTok time. Did- <laughs> <laughs> for, 
for watching, not like, creating. Like you're filming <laughs> TikToks? Please tell me you're not a content creator. <laughs> no, the creating's not happening on the phone when I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our smorp because we'll never end. If we, oh, let's, let's bring it down a few notches. Every, everybody that's watching uh, just got in. Is the smorp about baptism? Nope. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, everybody, <laughs> Mike's a funny guy. That's everybody good. that's watching, including us, everyone just take a deep breath. Oh, thanks, guys. Right. That was awesome. Oh, my Great. goodness. I didn't yeah. know if there was real meat on that bone, but my word. Oh, yeah. I thought well, the same thing. It. We so, found it. So we're about to jump into the smorp here, guys. And for those that have never taken part in this before, um, this is the real reason for why we do the podcast. And it is, uh, it's a different way of going through scripture. We're going to look at a short little bit of scripture, and then we're going to go through some guided questions in relation to scripture, the message, um, ways of uh, obeying, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And... Um, <laughs> And Gary Kelper's not done. Uh, no, Gary's going to keep running with this. But so, <laughs> so here we go. And, uh, and today the scripture comes from Proverbs, uh, Proverbs chapter three, verses five to 12. I'm just going to get it copied into the chat before I read it. Uh, Tell me read. No, I'm good to go. It says this. And we know this, but it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be wary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son whom he delights. In whom he delights. I'll give it one more and then we'll go through the questions. Proverbs 3, 5 to 12. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be wary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. So gentlemen, we are going to get into the first part of our SMORP, and that is the scripture part. And what we're going to do is, oh, uh, what we are about to do is, I accidentally deleted it. So what words, phrases, or observations stand out to you from the scripture that we read? Um, does the scripture tell you anything about the nature of the work of God? And uh, we encourage people, if you are taking part in this, to write it down. Make this a part of, of your devotional life and keep a journal um, if, you, if you'd like to. But we're going to talk it out. And if you want to participate in chat, by all means, please feel free to write down in chat as well. Uh, so what words or phrases, gentlemen, anything that stood out to you guys? For me, it was, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil um, because... One thing that frustrates me when I get on, especially on social media, it's just a lot of like, 
you know, everyone's an idiot but me, unless you believe exactly <laughs> what I believe. You know, I, those posts were like, if you say this, we can't be friends anymore. I'm like, oh, were they talking no, about paths? Like, no one's fighting over this, man. Like, uh, yeah, no, but just that kind of attitude. And it's funny because I, I just read one recently and it was, I think it might've been a pastor. Like I, I, it was like a shared thing on Twitter or whatever. And he was describing some stuff and he goes, we can't be friends anymore. If you think this, if you think this and, and like the stuff he was against was good stuff, but he's like, I don't even talk to me. I was like, yeah, that's, that's what Jesus said. Don't even talk to talk me. You to can't be friends anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like just that kind of attitude, it gets really frustrating. Um, and it just, I, I like it when, you know, when people actually are willing to, Hey, I don't agree with you, but that's a, that's a fair point. And I get just, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, everyone's just so wise in their own eyes. And I mean, I'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. So that's what popped out at me. Okay. I'm uh, I'm super wise in my own eyes when I'm driving. <laughs> uh, Andrew, I relate very well to that. <laughs> very well to that. Yeah. Uh, for me, verse nine stood out. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce, and spe- specifically first fruits. Uh, essentially, you know, don't be giving God your sloppy seconds, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, it's. it's uh, Basically, you know, with your tithing, if you're tithing, you're not waiting to the end of the month to see what you got left over uh, to give. You know, you're giving that at the beginning uh, out of faith and, and trust and, and honoring your commitment. And uh, I will say that, you know, I've progressively gotten better at that. Uh, not, I'm not trying to be wise in my own eyes or anything, uh, but uh, over the last few years, Um, and I am just astounded at how much truth is in that, uh, you know, in verse 10, then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine and not like, not like I'm getting all this money back, but just the ways, the unique and different ways that, uh, think like things have been provided for me, uh, that I just never imagined. Um, because when you think about giving that, you know, that tithe, I mean, it's not, easy for most people. And sometimes I think about, you know, like sometimes that's like a car payment. Like I could have a, I could have a new car, you know, if I didn't tithe, like, and it could be difficult to like really, you know, given, given that money ahead of time and things like that. But I've just been so, so blown away over the last few years at how God has provided things that we've needed. Not, not just like Oh, he gave me, uh, you know, stupid stuff, but just stuff that we've gen- genuinely needed, and it's mm. just been provided. and And I think mm. that that comes out of you know that verse nine. Yeah, that's awesome. My the thing that I quite like uh, about this, and I'm not going to make this long, but like you can go through every verse in here, mm-hmm. and the theme through the whole thing is pride. The whole thing is about pride. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what you were saying, Lucas. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Okay. Well, no, don't be. Don't be so prideful to think that you know what's best. You know, where are you putting your your faith in, essentially? Don't lean on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. When we're in our prideful state, who are we acknowledging? Well, how great I've done, how much I know, the good things that I'm doing, the direction I think we should be going. Again, that's verse 7, same thing. Uh, it will be healing to your flesh and uh, refreshment for your bones. Honor the Lord when you're with your wealth and first fruits of the produce. Again, if you're in, in, if you're in if you're stuck in this pit of pride, you're not giving honor to anyone, let alone the Lord. It's all focused in on yourself. And again, you can go through this whole thing. Don't despise the Lord's discipline. I'll tell you what, when we're, we're down a team challenge, when we're working with our guys, 
nine and a half out of 10 of them. Uh, and I mean, the problem at the root of it all, when it comes down to it, is there's a pride issue there somewhere that needs to be dealt with. When we're talking about their spiritual growth, they'll come up against this pride issue. And uh, it's something, again, that only is, is squashed or worked through through discipline, right? Uh, both from the Lord and earthly, too. It's, it plays a big role on it whenever you're trying to develop uh, spiritual gift, or sorry, uh, spiritual character. And the whole idea of just that the Lord reproves those whom he loves as the Father, Son, and the ones he delights. And so for me, the whole theme through these verses is, you know, put away the pride. Don't, don't look at yourself in a way that you're, you're better off without or without the Lord or without his guidance, without his acknowledgments, without his favor. And uh, that's where it lands. Matt, for me, I was similar to you. I mean, I agree. This whole thing talking about pride. Uh, what jumped out at me when I read it today was about the discipline and reproof and to not despise that. And I think that there's an opportunity for those things to build humility into us. Um, when we recognize that we're being disciplined or receiving reproof, you can either go, no, thank you, or you can receive it with humility and come out the other end better. You know, Andrew, you talked about this process of tithing and, and I don't know your journey specifically of what it started like, but it's a, it's a journey. And I bet you the Lord spoke to you along that journey to talk to, you know, to, to teach, give correction and guidance and, and leading and all that. And you had an opportunity where you could have either been like, you know what? No, no, I'm okay. I'm going to put my trust in my money. Or you could humbly say, you know what? I'm going to put my trust in you, Lord. And, and then, you know, you continually do that and get better at it. Uh, but, and as Gary says here, it's, it's in all of this, we acknowledge him. And I think that's really important. So what jumped out to me was this idea of not despising the reproof and the discipline uh, because he does that because he loves us. In fact, you got to wonder if you've never felt like you've been disciplined or reproofed, what's going on? Mm. I'm, I don't know. I'm just asking. Um, if you've never felt like the Lord's reproofed or, or given discipline to you, I mean, scripture is super clear that he will. And uh, because he loves us, I wouldn't be much of a father if I didn't discipline and reprove my son. Right. And just let him do whatever he wanted and get away with everything. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you look at the contrast between a kid that you know is getting structure and discipline and a kid that you know gets none of that. Yep. It's obvious. Yep. So guys, um, in terms of the message, and we've kind of hit on it already, but uh, what do you sense specifically for you that the Lord's saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or a promise? Do you have a question for God? <clears throat> I think for me, um, just a reminder about the importance of discipline. Um, both, you know, to be keeping an eye out for him, like, am I under some kind of a discipline uh, from God, but also just in my own life, like, well, you know, like you hit on too, like, you know, with my own children, like, am I, am I doing, you know, so you, you know, you're, you're there, you're on the couch, you're tired, your kids are squawking. And instead of like getting up and dealing with the situation, there's like, go downstairs, <laughs> go fight out of my ear sight and eyesight, like just beat it, uh, which is like not the right thing to do. Right. And, and in my, in my job at school, you know, I have a lot of um, disciplining, you know, that's part of my job at, with students. And it's so tempting sometimes to, to go easy, right. And to be, and not that you have to be hard on people, but like, you know, anytime I'm not giving some of the discipline they need, 
I'm not loving them well. I know Dave Ramsey uh, said it. Nice. He That's says a it good quote. Yeah. Dave Ramsey <laughs> says it all the time. He says, people say like, oh, I can't do tough love. He goes, there's no such thing as tough love. There's just love. Like mm. it's, it's, the, what, it's what people need. Um, so, and that's kind of universal. So that's something I always need to be reminded of, whether it's anywhere that, you know, love is sometimes looks grumpy. Yeah. I'm just kind of going like just what you said earlier, Lucas, just about, you know, do not be wise in your own eyes and, uh, just the insane amount of people that are, especially on social media and things like that. There's a temptation there or almost like a, thought process of like why oh i'm not sharing these insightful things or i'm not sharing like my opinion uh and Mm -hmm. there's a temptation like oh maybe i need to start doing that and this is just a good reminder that okay well maybe it's because uh, (laughs) i got it but i got it more together than i thought i'd do or Mm -hmm. you know and i don't have that desire to to be that kind of person Uh, and i think that's just for me it's just a reminder to Mm. continue that I like it. Yep. I have not much I can add to that. This this, this idea of the message being find in every way and everything that you do ways to acknowledge what he's doing in your life. Hmm. Uh, You know how uh, this is just kind of on this and it's, it's a weird connection, but I remember hearing a long time ago, like the term homo sapien, which is what we use to describe, you know, humans is um, sapien is the Latin for wise. And and that within this title, we're calling ourselves the wise men, the wise, you know, wise people. Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't, I, I don't quote me on this. I remember hearing that at one point they were looking to say that we were a homo sapien sapien, wise, wise. And every time I, every time I read this scripture, I just go back to that where I'm like, man, everything about us, we just want to be the ones that, that know it all. Uh-huh. And and we put our trust in ourselves and that's just not where it should go. Mm. Uh, got, so the act of obedience, gentlemen. Um, Sorry. For what? Big fail. Big fail. <laughs> <laughs> so the act of obedience and maybe it's the e-transfer McPhail tonight, um, but write down one step of obedience that you need to take this week based on what God's revealing to you. Gentlemen. Yes. Come on back. Yep. No, and I, I think, uh, I mean, I, it's, it, for me, it's everything we've already talked about in the obedience thing. Everything we've talked about, put it into action. This idea of fear the Lord. And that has to begin there, right? Um, the Have this respect, and it's more than respect. It's about knowing what God is capable of. Um, I've always, I've kind of swayed back and forth on this fear the Lord piece. Where people are like, oh, when they say fear the Lord, they don't mean be afraid. They mean like just really respect him. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Have you read some of the things that God's capable of? <laughs> like, I think that there's a, a, a certain element of fear, mm-hmm. of course, attached to respect, of course, attached to his love that has to be there. And I think that it's in and through that that we recognize how 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 powerful he is and, and we recognize just how in control he is. And I think that can be a humbling process for us, which would then help eliminate that prideful edge that every one of us carry uh, some more outwardly than others. But it, it, it comes in humility because then it talks about, because it, it talks about blessings all through this also, right? There is yeah. wealth. There is things to be had. There is 
God's healing and there is rest and there is favor, but it has to be rooted in this idea of fear. Hmm. I heard a, a cool quote, not from Dave Ramsey, uh, from I was talking with someone this weekend and he said, he was, uh, he who fears God need not fear man. And I don't know if he heard that from somewhere else or that was just off his dome or what, but I, I did like that. You know, he goes, when we have our things in perspective, uh, as far as like the order of operations there, uh, it's easy to not be so stressed about worldly things and people and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to, for me, I'm going to go um, a little bit different. The thing that jumped out at me was all about the reproof and the discipline. And so for me, the act of obedience this week, I, I just keep putting, I keep seeing this relationship of the father and the son. And I keep thinking of my son and, and the instructions that I give him, Jaden doesn't need discipline. If he, if he and I keep right relationship and he follows the instructions of his father, right. does he, yeah. Does he step at a line every now and then? Sure he does. And we deal with that. But, but if we continue and, and he continues to maintain the relationship now he's, he's eight. So there's not a whole lot of maintaining the relationship that he's actively doing. Right. Uh, so to speak, Lazy. but, but I, I think for me, it's to make sure I'm maintaining the relationship with my father in heaven and doing my best and not out of a sense of obligation or like a checklist of rules, but out of relationship and love for him that, that I do my best to follow the instructions that he's given me so that I, I don't have to be disciplined. Um, so that for me, you know, an act of obedience for me is, is that. Got a really good question from, uh, from Kelsey Amber mm-hmm. here. How does one learn to fear the Lord? That is a fantastic question. Uh, I'll put my two cents on it, Kelsey, uh, really quick. And then if you guys want to jump in, I think um, the way that we learn to fear the Lord is by learning who he is. Um, and I think it has to start there. You have to know the character of God. You have to know the person of God. Uh, in order to know what it means to be fearful of. You're not afraid of things, typically, that you're not even aware of or that you don't know. You know, if I were to just give you a random name, if you're not familiar with that person, you're not going to, your initial your initial uh, reaction to them wouldn't be out of fear, okay? Because you don't know them. Now, but if you were to get a backstory on them, you know, an individual, you might fear them and that would be for all the wrong reasons. But when we're talking about the idea of God, it's about knowing um who he is, um, because that gives us, again, the character of God and knowing that why the fear is so critical to the relationship and the development of us as we walk in relationship with him. Uh, Unmuddy that. Did that make sense, guys, or was I going in circles? No, it's uh, funny because I was thinking the same thing about just that first little spot where you said, you know, to, it, it's all about getting to know him, right? Like, you know, you, you, you're not really in awe of a mountain unless you're standing directly in front of it. Like all the pictures of a mountain in the world, it's, it's, it's when you're closer to that mountain that you stand in awe of it, right? Mm-hmm. And same thing with, with God. It's, it's when you're in the presence that you're going to actually get that sense and get the not just the cartoon version or the, the, what you thought it was, but the actual real deal. Yeah, and Dave, Dave says it really well here, Pastor Dave, when he says he said it a whole lot shorter, succinct, and poetic than I did. <laughs> But this idea of the fear of the Lord is the intersection of his love and justice. Because he is he is he is staunch on those two things, love and justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we find ourselves in relationship. And I think that would actually go with any relationship that we find ourselves in, earthly or not. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Psalm 86 verse 11 uh, says, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. And, and, and I think, right. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth and unite my Mm. heart. Like learn who he is, learn his truth, learn about him. Um, And, and, you know, pastor Dave said it very well, but another translation that I saw this in, uh, let me, let me uh, go back there real quick because it, it also, um, it said it just a touch differently. Um, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I guess it just keeps coming back to this idea of get to know him, um, be in his presence as much as you can. I think, one, Lucas, was it you that said that? About, uh, yeah, about me, yeah, me and Matt were saying Lord. that. You know, there was, there was um, a point in my life where uh, a pastor talked to me about a different way of approaching prayer. And it was a, a little bit more visual, like picturing yourself in the throne room before God. And, and as you're praying, imagining yourself in, in that place. And I'll tell you what, um, when I did that, it was like this moment of just this reverence and like, you know, I, I, I don't believe that I was transported into the throne room of God, right? This was not a, mm-hmm. the revelation of John type of thing. Um, <laughs> But or the revelation of Jesus to John. Anyway, uh, but it was just this moment of awe, and and I wasn't afraid, but it was like this crazy respect, and uh, it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, finding and Gary Calper comes in here says uh, Pastor Gary finding the awe. And anybody else, Andrew? Did you throw down, or did you want to throw down, or should we move on to the next fellas? We can move on. All right. Uh, so the next part is repentance. And if the Lord through the process of going through this scripture has revealed something to you in your life that he would want to bring correction to, um, write out that confession. Uh, don't just think it in your head because if, you you know, if you don't deal with it, it'll be gone tomorrow and you'll not remember. Write it down. Write down what God reveals to you from this passage. And, and if he shows you some steps that maybe you could take, write them down. Um, so fellas, was there anything for you that's, I kind of said my piece in terms of what I would do for steps in terms of uh, discipline, but what about you guys? Anything there? Oh yeah. I mean, keeping pride in check. That's the biggest thing. Keep pride in check because it blinds you so quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I know that another thing we do almost weekly is talk about, you know, mega church pastors and stuff. And I think, like you said, it comes, it comes down to pride. And that's, that's what, when they stop focusing on God and start, you know, drinking their own Kool-Aid, start focusing on themselves. That's when things take a turn. I think. The thought just occurred to me, this is why it's so important. This is why faith is not meant to be lived out in isolation and it's meant to be lived out in community because you need to have a group of people around you that when pride does rear its ugly head in you, that, that they'll talk to you, that they'll, that they'll be like, Hey, you're getting a little too big for your britches. Yep. Not, you know, in love, it, it happens mm-hmm. in love, but it's important. We've talked about it before, you know, the importance of influence and who you surround yourself with. Yeah, so you want to help keep pride in check. I mean, it comes through the, the infilling of the Holy spirit and an active relationship with God, but it also, you need a group of people around you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, if there's no, if there's nothing else in the repentance part, I don't want to just blow through it. 
the last thing, guys, is this, and, and we're going to ask you to do this, uh, is to spend some time and begin your prayer thanking God for the blessings. I think it's important to start at that place uh, uh, from a heart of thankfulness and, and then pray for anything, anybody that he puts on your mind and, and he puts on your heart and write, again, write them down. If you're like, I don't want to write them down. I'm at the computer. I, I really want to challenge you um, to, to write these things down. And uh, I heard someone say, unless you, wrote, unless you write it down, it's not real. So I would encourage you to, to do that. Yeah. All right, fellas. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Good, good, good. Happy with that. We only have a few minutes left, but I think we've got time. Matt, how you feeling? Oh, we'll let her rip. All right. Do you want to say anything or shall I just toss to it? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to once again bring you into another episode of Sports and Star Stuff. All right. Very good. Well, this is the game where we all come together, uh, where we love to display our knowledge and uh, walk away prideful as the champion of <laughs> essentially. Oh. No, okay. We're going to play Star Sports and, and Star Stuff. This is where I'm going to give you a term. Uh, and it's going to be about sports or it's going to be about star stuff. And you got to decide what it's about and give me the definition. These three guys are going to send in their answers uh, anonymously to the to them. Uh, and I'm going to give them a couple options and then they got to try and guess the right one. We'd love for you to participate along in the chat. Let's get it going. Thanks. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Your word for today, which is either a sports term or a space term is asterism. 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 Can you spell that? Asterism. A S T E R I S M. Oh, okay. Asterism. Would you like it in a sentence? <laughs> no. I, uh, these are great. Have you ever seen an asterism? Did you see the size of that asterism? I've only ever seen one asterism in my life. Asterism. A-S-T-E-R-I-S-M. All right, go ahead. Brad, do you have the music going? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness, man. Asterism. A-S-T-E-R-I-S-M. Please, playing at home, don't be a turkey. Uh, don't Google it. But uh, go ahead and uh, give us your guess as to what you think asterism is. Want it in another sentence? No. All right, here it is. <laughs> since you asked. <laughs> since you asked. Asterism. Good grief. I can't wait to see another asterism. All right, we got a couple answers in. Just waiting on one more. Would love to see some guesses from home. Like I said, don't be a dud. Don't Google it. Nope. Asterism. Waiting on one more. Andrew. <laughs> I was like, what was that? <laughs> All right. Into that Asterism. What's going on, What's on that? the screen? Look, did you see Andrew leaning into the screen a whole lot like he was looking for a definition? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The word is asterism. Gentlemen, here are your options. Are you ready? Yes. Ready. Anything. Asterism. The phenomenon in which a deep space a deep space asteroid explodes, causing a firework-like effect. Uh, asterism as from space when two asteroids collide in the upper atmosphere. 
Um, when two binary stars collide due to one having a stronger gravitational pull, uh, a star pattern that isn't a whole constellation, or the proper name of the ring that sumo wrestlers compete in. Mm. Asterism. Asterism. All right. One more time. Here we go. Asterism. The phenomenon in which a deep space asteroid explodes, causing a firework-like effect. It is when two asteroids collide in the upper atmosphere. It's when two binary stars collide due to one having a stronger gravitational pull. Any star pattern that isn't a whole constellation or the proper name of the ring that sumo wrestlers compete in. Asterism. Constellation one. Yeah, go on. All right, so Andrew says constellation. Yeah, the the patterns, which I think is the constellation one. Uh, Bradley says constellation one. Lucas? Uh, see, I want to because uh, Kelsey did, I'm, but we're her, really putting our eggs in the Kelsey basket. Hers kind of looks. Hers kind of looked googled. So I'm going to go with the exploding asteroid one. Exploding asteroid. The first one that you said. Oh, we have a question here. No, we have a statement coming from your mother. Mom, we've already locked, we've already locked in our answers. Mom says, "What did mom say? Have we seen this in summer during campfires?" <sighs> Say aster, ast, say, I, I can't even say it once. You can't Kelsey. say it once. Kindly request that you don't. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it five times really fast. Oh, Be no. ready with the sensor button in case things yeah, go hot. Yeah, with the dumb button. Asterism. Yeah. <laughs> did it. You did it, yeah. Wow. Right. Great job. <laughs> you muted man. me, you son of a gun. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lucas, uh, you, which one did you pick? Uh, the first one, the exploding asteroid one. You chose Andrews. <laughs> Wait, what was Andrews? Uh, when two asteroid explodes, causing a firework effect. The correct the answer. No, I thought I picked uh, the other you one. Just, Doesn't you just combined two into one. Hold Whatever. <laughs> um, asteroid explodes. The correct answer was a star pattern that isn't a whole constellation. Yeah. An yeah. asterism. Kelsey for the win. Kelsey. I just want to say that I locked in my answer in my head before I read Kelsey's. Yeah, you yeah. Sure well, did. we'll never know that for sure. <laughs> you I know. The constellations are like four stars, so how can you know how? Oh, there's only two stars, not four stars. That's no. There's that's a definition. I'm not getting into it with you nerds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that has been another fantastic episode of <laughs> sports and star stuff. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Lucas. <laughs> Shall I take us out of here? Please. Let me just wake up my iPad, get my script. Uh, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and of course, Twitter at Oxford Holy Club. If you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OH Club. Uh, we'd love to get a five star rating on iTunes. And if you do, we'll read it on the air. Matthew? Yeah. I think we need to get into TikTok, guys. And you continue. I think we need to get it. <laughs> Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. <laughs> you can look at our merchandise and much more. And we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, this was episode 99. That means next week is the big 100. 100. Big things coming. Until big next things. time, keep spiritually fit and, and have, have fun. fun.